Hello and welcome to Admiral's Advice, the podcast where I give you the advice if you can't find it, whether you're a professional or even just starting out, or you might just need some help. Join me each week as I guide you through the right advice that will allow you to become confident and to be able to succeed in life. And along the way, I will be inviting them guests to talk and share about their own journeys and some useful advice that they've learned too. And you never know, you might just use it for yourself. Hopefully these chats will make you feel inspired and ready to tackle on that challenge that has been waiting for you all this time. Welcome to Animals Advice. I'm a 24-year-old final-year student at university and over these past years I've learned a lot and I'm ready to share it with you guys and hopefully, just hopefully, you might be inspired by what you're about to hear. Well, hello and welcome to episode 2 of Animals Advice. I've been very, very busy this week running around and organizing guests. I've been messaging them and the responses have been quite good actually. So I'm quite happy with that. I'm also set up a Patreon this week. Now, for those of you who don't know what it is, it's a site where you can earn money from your podcast. So I built that. And I've had a very fun week. I've loved this week. I've been very productive in spending time with family and just having fun. Now, this week's interview was a very fun one. I actually did a Zoom call with Cheryl Roberts from Rise and Fall. And you might know her from that series. Or you might just follow her on Instagram or other socials. And she's a very lovely lady. She talks about her past, she talks about rise and fall, and she also gives out the advice to people who are looking to get onto a reality show, and so much more. So, we shall begin the interview, and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to Unmo's Advice, episode two. Now, this week is guest week, and I'm super, super excited to announce that we have a guest. Now, you may know her rise and fall, and you might have seen her on that shocking exit from the show. Who could I be talking about? It's the lovely Miss Cheryl Roberts. Hello, Cheryl. How are you? Hi, and Malk. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Been really, really busy recently, planning and organising all the interviews and all that. But we finally got there. Oh, um, I've had a lovely day. How about yourself? I've had a very, very chill day. I've been too well today, actually, and Ross. So today has been, I've been really, really, got an icky stomach, so it's okay. Oh, no, it's my Bless you. Right. So let's crack on and talk about rise and fall, shall we? Now, how did you get onto rise and fall? Where did it all begin? Right. It began. I was currently filming for Gogglebox. No way! Yes. So, you're Gogglebox. So, yes, this is where it all started. It all started from we got right the way through to the screener, and for some reason, it got pulled. And it's the same company as Next Studio Lambic. 
there week. So for me, I was wondering, why did it get pulled? So it got pulled, the screening got pulled. And then about two months later, I got a phone call to say, talk about the rise and fall situation. So, and I I remember the day very clear. I was lying on the couch and I was thinking, wow, where's your life going? What are we doing now? Because you're at a point in your age and you're thinking, oh, where are we going now? What are we doing? And then I get then that phone call off. And then with that, I ended up in London. And that's where it stemmed from. Wow. This, the end, it was an odd, I think the audition for that was with the big, big directors. Oh, big directors. I think what I love about myself, I want to say, and I know I don't usually praise myself on anything, but I think it's because I'm very real. So I didn't, I do. I, all I can say to people, if you're trying to do reality, be yourself. Reality called reality for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I always believe you be yourself, always be you, don't ever change who you are. And I did, I solely went in, was me. If they liked me, they liked me. If they didn't, they didn't. But I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> now, did you have a strategy before going on Rise and Fall? And did you tell the producers? And if so, why? And if you didn't, why not? Do you know what? I'm going to be truly honest with you. I had no idea what the show was about. And I was just saying, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I just go with the flow. For me, it was, I thought, I'll tell you what my visions were going into the show. My vision was we were having high top people on the top. So it wasn't going to be the contestant. It was going to be um, people on in Rise and Fall who were in, who were actually ruling the rulers. I thought they were going to be top high-end people. I didn't realise it was going to be one of us. So I thought we, so I, my bags to be a grafter. So I, it was like, I had no idea what the, out that that point I was like, what is going on? What the how and how on earth have I landed in this show? I just couldn't get my head around it. And then all of a sudden, the lift situation when it become a roulette was that I, I've got to say that was an iconic moment. So the strategy for me, I didn't have any strategies. Okay, I didn't have not one strategy because I had no idea what I was walking into. I didn't know. See, for, see, the beauty is it with me, I wear on the spot. I wear under pressure. So for me, there's no use telling me. If I plan something and I've got something ahead, that's when my anxiety and everything kicks in. Everything kicks in with me. I overthink. I can't. So for me, I just go, right, don't think about it. Walk in and see where it goes. It, it, what can possibly go wrong? I can totally relate to anxiety because my anxiety like is severe like as soon as someone says something like for example an assignment I honestly start overthinking it and I start planning it and I can really really understand you know in a reality show it's obviously you know the same thing because you've got the risers you've got the fallers aka afters and the people at the top and you could probably work now how am I going to get to the top like all the time who am I going to vote for I'm going to vote for society and there's loads of you know, questions going through your yeah. head. So how did you come up with those votes then every week? Well, to be honest with you, see, I, I take a step back and, and I think people really, really misjudge me. People underestimate me and really think I'm stupid. And people really, I think because I've got such a big personality and I can come across quite giddy and, but I know when to be serious and I know when I can use my personality as well. So for me, you know, I was very, very misunderstood. So for instance, I love Ramona 
and she'll shout yeah, for me saying her name wrong all the time. She go, she she could, and I go, oh, so for me, as much as I love her as a person, um, and I love that. I'm all for big women, and I'm and I'm all for woman women power, you know. So for me to watch where I've come from to watch her being a younger version, I was like, I love this girl. She, she's got. I love where she's at and what she's doing, and I get it. But for me, I had to let her dig her home hole. I had to let her do that because I didn't have to make any votes then because the others made that decision. I didn't have to do anything. Did any of the group influence your vote? No, never. If I've got something in my head, I've got it in my head. Like, I, I just don't... That, I think I'm very strong. I'm a strong woman in that sense. It's like, whatever I've got there, I've got there. But I've got also morals as well and... Like, like I really talked to the few people, but then I think it started sinking in. This is a game, do you know? This is a game, Cheryl. But for me, it was solely I done the the show to tackle a lot of my anxieties because before I went on the show, it was that I struggled terrible with my mental health. So I had a nervous breakdown a while ago. So I'd only so for me going on the show, I'd only just started going out again. I'm feeling getting that fire back again. Because I never went out my front door for a very long time. Yeah, I know. But if it did, and well, it was out back, out back. But I don't. It's been a blur to me because of the medication you get put on. You know, so I co- I come off all my medication. I was come off everything, weaning off everything, and I felt coming back. I felt like I'm back. Cheryl's coming back. And then when I got given this opportunity, it was like, you've got to do this, Cheryl. You have to do it. You can do this. It's like that, me, isn't it? Yeah was the prime example of like right you need because don't forget when you go into a reality show you have um, your phone taken off yeah you have um, you don't have no contact with your family so that was a big thing for me a massive thing to be away from I could tell you talk about show a lot because the kids your kids are like they keep you going as a mother they your kids keep you going but I, I felt like that my anxiety is getting put onto my child so I needed to flip my life and go, right, Cheryl, come on. I was at that point, then this fire come back. And then when I got that opportunity, it was like, right, tell you, you can do this. And I did. And then that show to me has brought me on leap and bound at my mental health. It's done me wonders because I proved to myself that I can do it and I can be strong and I don't have to rely on anyone else because I was solely there for me. I had to think for me. No one was thinking for me. Now... I really loved that. I really, really did. But I want to know, what is your favourite moment of Rise and Fall? What do you say is your worst moment of Rise and Fall? Um, do you know what? If you had to choose. My best moment was the Red Room. I've got to say the best moment. I love the Red Room. That Red Room, oh, I loved it. I love being in there because I love being under pressure. Worst moment? Do you know, I haven't got any. I've got none. I can't honestly say to you. I think, I think at the end of the show, when the end of the show, when I was going, I think for, I think for me at the end was, I knew that was my time up. I, I think it was a trigger point when it was a group of men and I was on my own. Yeah. So for me, it was quite, when they all kept sloping off, I, I felt like really not intimidated, but I know my own mind. Okay. You've got it. You can't mess about with that. So for me, I knew it was, I was getting triggered. And I didn't like that feeling of being triggered by a group of men. You've got to think of that, you know, where I've come from to then. 
course, I, I know I could have gone all the way, but for me, it was it was very triggering. And to pinpoint things of that, I was loud, it was this, it was that. I think they were very poor excuses. Yeah, I thought I thought it was as well. I thought that was pretty unfair at the time. Like, very unfair, yeah, very unfair. And, and well, I'm going to tell you this as well. Do you know I got I got voted out, didn't I, for being impulsive, didn't I? Yeah, I remember that. Impulsive. Do you know when I come out that show? Do you know a few months later I got diagnosed with ADHD? No way. No? Seriously? You know what? I've heard a lot of adults like getting diagnosed with ADHD in later life. Because see, yeah. Normally you get it diagnosed from childhood. I mean, I I remember they tested me for it, but thankfully I had like small, small traits of it. But I I didn't know that, and that was quite fascinating. But but that will explain a lot through my life because I've never succeeded in anything I've done. Anything I've done, I've always I've come out to school with no GCSEs, um, because I I couldn't focus. I didn't. I was always in trouble because I was so like facts. Everything was always all the time, and I couldn't understand why I was getting told off to be quiet all the time, and I need to know this, I need to know that. I got labelled a lovable rogue when I went to college because I was just like I've always been a wild type of woman, young girl even. And for me, that'll answer a lot for me that I got that diagnosis because now I'm on another journey. So for me, coming from the show, it's all been positive, you know. So for, uh, I did it for fame, and Mal, I didn't do it for. I done it solely for me, the for me to go right, Shelley. You can come back, and you're going to do this. Let's talk about growing up. Now, where did you grow up? Obviously, we know it's Liverpool, but what was it like as a, like, what was your childhood like from childhood to now, for example? My childhood wasn't a very good childhood. Um, I grew up in a council estate area. Uh, my mum, my parents were alcoholic, so I grew up in quite a very vulnerable atmosphere. Um, so a lot to do with me was I grew up in. I mean, and I don't want to trigger anybody who's who's got a drink problem or who's got an addiction or anything because I admire anybody who can come out of that the other end. I really do. But for me as a child, is that it wasn't a very good childhood on my sense um, because it it later in life it it's affected me massively, massively. So. I got diagnosed with CPTSD, which is a childhood, obviously, complex trauma. Um, so I've done a lot of healing and, and been on a long journey. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't very... I didn't have a good... I was very misunderstood, very, very misunderstood child. Um, I always didn't know what path I was on. I was never directed into where I should be. And so I would become quite destructful at one point in my life, very destructful. Because everybody who's been in my life is always, and I've just, just walked away and left the people who are meant to love you more than anything in the world. So for me, it's been a long, long journey. But I think that's why I'm so passionate about mental health. Yeah, and I can really, I can really see that from the way you're talking about it. What about teenager? What was it like being a teenager in Liverpool? Being a teenager in Liverpool was absolutely fantastic. I had a ball. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, being Liverpool and being a teenager. Oh, I loved it. 
loved it because at that point you don't care do you do anything no it's very 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 off the off the scales i would <laughs> wild but these capital state areas we like all the kids like love the motorbike the quad the bikes i mean god oh i could tell you the story or two i loved it we loved it it's i haven't been brought up it's the way i am and i'm very proud of where to come from to now I never, I, I never forget where I've come from and, and I never ever will. I'll always stay grounded. I teach me kids to stay grounded. Never forget where you've come from and who you are ever. Do you have any advice for people who are maybe experiencing mental health right now or maybe are looking to get into a reality show or even overall advice that you might want to share? Never, never give up. No, whatever, give up. Because if you're lying in bed, I'm going to go back. If you're lying in bed and you feel it, it, it you all feel it's suicidal. Because, you know, when you're in that state, that, that frame of mind, you've got to take the support. I think the bravest thing you can do is reach out and take that support. I think for me, I was, when I accepted I was mentally ill, that's when my journey began. Please take the support you need. Don't do it on your own. If you've got out your bed and you've made a drink, you've gone down that stairs, listen, that is, you, you've made an effort. It's day by day, bit by bit. You know, it's not easy. It's not an easy process, but you can do it. If I can do it, I'm telling you now, anyone can do it. Please don't give up and reach out. Accept that things are different and you need help. Yeah, I, I, love, I love that advice. Into a reality show as well. Do you have any advice on that? Be yourself, right? You do you. You do you. But I'm telling you now, you go in and be this pig. Your mask slips. Your mask slip, your mask slips in the end. You can't keep an act up when it's real. Yeah. Be don't go in and all this, like, I don't know. For me, I just, even for me, you're getting ready. It, like, when I went in the show, I focused on getting out the bed back to work life. So that, for me, it was different. But I always say, stay real. Stay real, be you. I love that mantra. I really, really like it. And finally, shall we do um, some sentences? So, I feel motivated when? I feel motivated when I open my eyes and I see my children. Oh, I love that. I open them blind and there's a real world out there. It was a day I couldn't open them blind. I was so scared of reality, terrified of reality. Now it's a real smile and that's my motivation. My proudest moment is? My pr proudest moments are giving birth to my children. Oh, uh, I love the that. The um, of my life was when I give birth to my children and it, no one, parenthood doesn't come with a handbook, doesn't come with a handbook. So for me, it, I love being a mum. I love being a mum. And finally, any advice that I could have given when I was to my younger self would be? Given, so from an adult, given, given advice to your inner child. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. You're going to be okay. Older Cheryl is going to look after inner Cheryl. Oh, I love that. Everything's going to be fine. Big Cheryl will be proud of baby Cheryl. I think she would too. Oh, I've swung it round. I'm sure little Cheryl will be proud of big Cheryl now. Oh, I love that. Thank you, Cheryl, so much for joining me. I, I love talking to... I love meeting new people and talking to people. I absolutely adore it. 
Um, so it's been a pleasure to have a little chat with you and you've got a little bit of an understanding. Yeah. Hello. Oh, it's got a little. I forgot to ask, because I know a lot of people are going to be asking this. How did you react when you watched that shocked exit back from Rise and Fall? Outside react. Um, I just kept smiling, thinking, wow, Jill, what have you just done? <laughs> you just done. <laughs> It was my exit though, and I had done the little wink at the end. How iconic was that? I loved that. I loved that. Like, I'm by go and I'm going, but years now are going to all just, it's going to just come crashing down. I could have went all the way, mate. I was hormonal for one. I was triggered by a big group of men, and I was like, I need chocolate. Get me out of this building. <laughs> chocolate is always the answer. And then when I went, I mean, I think I was so proud that I was the last original woman ruler standing. That was a really proud moment for me. I mean, you've got to be proud of that, right? Your main history on that show has been like the last woman standing. That's like yeah. an achievement in itself. Yeah, that's. I think that for me, it's been. I've never succeeded in anything I've done because of, because of you know obviously that because I've got ADHD. Yeah. It's not seem to focus upon doing and then I hear all these in my head um, I think I think for me and Molly that's got to be a real proud moment for a woman a woman of where to come from and to look back and I think wow that just shows you you don't need to have a lot of money and you know I come from a normal working background and I come from nothing absolutely nothing I mean I left home when I was 14 and Mol you know I've had to just get on with it you know, I lived here, there and everywhere, um, obviously because of the situation. I mean, God bless my mum and dad now. They, 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 they've recovered, they're recovering alcoholic. But it's been a long journey with my family as well. So for me, come out the other end and then walk into something and be the last woman, original woman, ruler, uh, that, that's got to be in a real proud moment. I think I'd have changed anything neither. I don't think I would have changed anything neither. And well, I think for me... It's like, I'll take anything I love, meeting new people and taking challenges. I love a challenge. And then that was, for me, was like, I concentrate solely on getting up the bed back to work. Like, and that was hard when I've been on this big journey of trying to recover and on a healing process. And that, that show for me, done me the wonders for my mental health. And I, and I loved it, loved every minute of it. I'm sure we get recognised more a lot now in Liverpool, but... Not only that, but in London, in Cardiff, in Scotland, I'm sure you get recognised all over the UK. You, you, you do get in, you do get recognised, but I think some people are quite scared to come out. I mean, I'm not really, I've only been on a reality TV show and not Hollywood, is it? You know, we were all, you know, it's not Hollywood. This is why I say stay real, stay real. If, that, if you want to go down the route of going on reality TV, just be you, stay real. And if you don't get it, it's not for you. And when you talked about being scared, you know, I can relate to that a lot because like, obviously when I see a celebrity, I'm like, oh, hi. But then you don't know about their background, don't know about yeah. their history as well. And that's why like, yeah. you're, so, you're so scared. Like, again, like, you know, I have, I have disabilities, I have anxiety. Yeah. And for me, like, I'm thinking with my head here, but then I'm thinking with my heart at the same time. Do I go up to them and say hi or do I just leave it? Oh, yeah, like, yeah. I don't know what they're going to say. I don't know how they're going to react. And they love people. They love me. I love it. <laughs> and it's quite a scary moment. But then when you feel proud, you know, when yeah. 
used it. It's like, oh, I met a celebrity today. Yeah, and, it, and it's nice, you know, it's nice. And it's nice, the opportunities what come after it. It's really good of the opportunities what come along after it. And I'm very blessed and grateful for everything I get. You know, I'm not one of them and, you know, I'm I'm no better than anybody else, right? Yeah, this is this it can go wrong. I'm no better than no one else, you know. I'm only human, just like you. And, you know, take opportunities. Don't be scared. Take them. Take every, any opportunity you can because we're only in this life one. You live every day and you die one. Okay? Just that on board. That's a good motto. Thank you, Cheryl, so much for doing this interview with me. It's been a pleasure and it's lovely to meet you as well. It's lovely to meet you. And I, I love meeting all sorts of not just celebrities, but normal people too. Yeah. Really, really nice. You know, to get to know them, to get to know about their history. I just love it. And I, I, Yeah. I, Do you know what? It's like, you know, it's great, isn't it, when you can interact with other people and you can interact with, you know, it, I love meeting new people. It doesn't matter who you are, who you are, you know, you know, it, it's nice to talk and start to get and get to know people. I, lo- I love that about myself because I love meeting new people. And I enjoy, I enjoy other people's stories as well. I was a very shy kid. I remembered, like, I didn't go up to anyone. I didn't I didn't meet anyone, like, when I was at school, primary school, high school, etc. But now I would say, like, my confidence has grown a lot since college. Oh, and well done. University as well. So I really, I really think that. And I think, and I think that, well, you're here to me before you see me from when I was a bloody child and an adult. You know, you know. hear me? Oh, Cheryl, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. No problem. Take care now, okay? Right. Bye. Rolling up in the wheels. Bye.
well, that was a fun interview, wasn't it? I really enjoyed that myself, actually, because we were just like very relaxed, very easygoing. And, you know, I mean, I didn't take myself too seriously in that. And I didn't think Shell did either. And it was really good to see about her history, you know, stuff which I never knew. And of course, you guys didn't know, okay, the listeners. And it's quite engaging, I would say. And I think the most important thing is never forget where you come from. And I think, you know, that's Cheryl's message because she went on to a reality show, aka Rise and Fall, and, you know, she just was herself. And she made sure that she didn't change who she was throughout the game. And I can understand, you know, where she come from about anxiety as well. You know, as I mentioned, I had a lot of anxiety and it really did me no good. It was awful. One of the worst times I had. So I could totally rate her a lot. Right then. Well, that is it for this week. Next week, we have a guest called Lyris Nichols. Now, you might know him from some interviews that he's done. From our favourite television shows that we watched whilst we were growing up. Like Big Brother and Waterloo Road. So, here's the fun part. Instead of him interviewing someone else I'm going to be interviewing him and I'm sure it's going to be quite strange but it's going to be a very fun interview anyway I shall see you for that and have a lovely week bye have you heard of Patreon yet? don't worry because if you haven't then you're just in time what's it all about? you might be asking well it's a website and an app that allows you to join the community for free you can find podcasts like mine, Animals Advice the Podcast, where you have to sign up and be a member. And how much does it cost, you ask? Well, there's three different tiers. Bronze is $5 a month, Silver is $10 a month, and finally, Gold is $20 a month. Now, that's great, isn't it? And it's monthly too. So, Join in, sign up and become a member today and receive exclusive content from myself about the podcast. Whether it's a Zoom meeting, a one-on-one online talk or chat online, which you must be 21 plus to use and even videos about Unlaw's advice to podcasts. So what are you waiting for? Get on over to Patreon, sign up and I'll see you there and come and join